All right, all right. Now, that is Lil Nas featuring Billy Ray Cyrus called Old Town Road. Now, when I first heard that this song had actually came out, I was a little apprehensive. I was like, um, not sure how this, these two going to really sound well together. But it worked out. It actually grew on me, so I had to feature it on tonight's podcast. Speaking of which, welcome back to SFL Nights with A.J. Stryker. Glad that you came back for another episode. I really appreciate it. Um, tonight's podcast segments will include SFL History and Chat, SFL Storytime featuring Friedman Pelter of the St. Louis Gladiators, our Teams of the League featuring the Tallahassee Pride, and my fourth and goal interview would be Pro Ball Talk, and it's going to feature Mr. Zach Sandland, Mr. Ray Bentley, and Mr. Christopher Cologne. I'm ecstatic to bring this to you tonight, so stay tuned. And welcome back to SFL History and SFL Chat Around the Water Cooler. So for SFL History, I decided to let you guys know about um, some Hall of Fame members and stats on both sides of the ball that deserve mention. And hey, maybe you can strive to surpass some of these numbers yourself. On the offensive side of the ball, I have the highest passer rating in, in a season for a minimum of 200 attempts, goes to Rocco Marconi of the Minneapolis Maulers, negative 132.6. Most yards per carry with a minimum of 100 attempts is a uh, Park Hilchuk. He had 8.1 in season five for the New York Knights. Most receiving yards in the season 2,186 yards goes to Ken Gossett for the Tallahassee Pride in Season 10. Most catches in the season goes to Mike Osei for 167 catches for Season 11 for Dallas Lobos. On the defensive side of the ball, I have Alex Bixexi Dominguez. Has two. Has He has the most sacks in the season with 38.5 in Season 11 and most tackles for loss in the season with 46, also for Season 11, and of course, for the the Alaska Storm. Most interceptions in the season goes to Troy Lashaw. He had 15 in Season 8 for the Dallas Roughnecks. Most passes defended in a season belongs to Camden Hoffman, with 27 passes defended for San Francisco and Season 12. I will have more members and even team records next week, you know, just to kind of give you a brief overview of where you could be in the standings. Um, SFL chat. Now, these are some player and staff openings that we have available. The Charleston Predators are looking for rookies and free agents to fill positions for free safety, tight ends, wide receivers. Seattle Predator owner for details. 
Alaska Storm is looking for a kicker, fullback, and pass rusher. Please see Mighty or Ryan Davison for details. The Carolina Skyhawks are looking to fill the quarterback position, tight end, fullback, safety, and cornerback positions. Please contact Harish Prasad or Christopher Colon for details. And the Tulsa Desperados are looking for rookies or free agents to fill tight end or D-line positions. If you want more information, please feel free to contact me or Kanye Rockefeller. I'd love to have you on the team. Staff openings. Staff openings include Chicago, meaning um, they're looking for scouts, and you must have APF 2008 and the editor. See Jesse Vick or Shan Varner for details. And Vancouver is looking for scouts, potential coaches, and potential GMs. APF 2008 is preferred but not required for the scouting positions. That's all for now. Any other information I get, I'll definitely be willing to share with you next week. But next up, we have SFL Storytime featuring Freeman Pelter of the St. Louis Gladiators. Stay tuned. Welcome back to SFL Storytime. Tonight's story view features Freeman Peltier of St. Louis Gladiators. I realize that I haven't featured too many uh, players from St. Louis, so I'm going to go ahead and start that now. Actually, I did have Drew really doing a small recording for teams of the league for me for St. Louis. But um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and get you guys on here too, just like everybody else. But tonight's story view is entitled Memoirs of an SFL Agent, Paragliding in Paris. Enjoy. April 29th, 2019, 7.15 p.m. My flight landed at 7.15 p.m. The air of the night felt cool and crisp and smelled of freshly baked croissants as I walked through the streets of Paris, France in search of the Eiffel Tower and my contact, Freeman Peltier. Cam seemed highly ex- interested in having him on our team, so I was excited to meet him. The city of Paris is so beautiful, with its tree-lined streets and many parks and lakes. Since it was nightfall, the city came to life with colors and sounds. I stopped inside a small cafe before meeting with Freeman. My first time trying escargot wasn't bad at all. A little briny in flavor, but it tastes mostly like a tender clam. For dessert, I had a vanilla creme brulee that was to die for. And if I stayed here any longer, I may just do that. So I need to keep it moving. When I arrived at the Eiffel Tower, it was a sight to behold. 81 stories of pure artwork. As I ascended to the observation tower, I saw Freeman wearing a dark green and gold pinstripe suit, tailored to perfection. He stood there, two wine glasses in hand, filled with Louis Martini's Sonoma Cabernet. I approached him standing near the large windows of the observation tower. He welcomed me. 
Bonjour, striker. Bonjour, I replied with a smile. I'm pleased to meet you, Freeman. The honor is all mine, striker. I've heard many stories about you. All good, I hope, I said. Well, you're alive, he said with a smile. True, we laughed and began the interview. Who are you and what do you do for the SFL? I am Dwayne Schillender, co-owner of the St. Louis Gladiators. I'm also known to people in the league by Freeman Peltier, my now retired player. I am also a founding member of the SFL competition committee, and I have done a little bit of everything for our team, coached, recruited, managed, progression, and many day-to-day responsibilities during the season, as well as having played five seasons for Queen City and St. Louis as a cornerback and free safety. What brought you here? I found out about it, I found out about the SFL when I was searching for All Pro Football 2018 bills for franchise bids and watching preseason football. I had found my copy while getting some stuff together for a yard sale. I happened to find the league's website just in time to see Dr. Sims score five second half touchdowns in the Baltimore Crab City season six playoff loss to. T- to Tallahassee, live on Twitch. I was drawn to the league then that next season and decided to give it a try as a player. I've been hooked ever since that day. To me, this is a perfect recreation of of excitement of an actual sports league, and you forget that it's a game very quickly. What advice can you give future coaches of the SFL? Understand that there's a lot of work to do and a lot of focus and a lot to focus on and a lot to learn. Keep in mind you are competing against guys that have been playing this game since it was first released. You're going to struggle and get frustrated and disappointed a lot, especially at first. You're going to have to learn how to push through that and keep working at it until you put all the pieces together. Those failures make the victory so much sweeter. My first game as coach was part of the most viewed YouTube video the SFL has had. And a a key feature of it was watching us get outscored by Tallahassee in every scene. The defensive coach quit mid-season, never came back. I said to myself, well, that didn't work. Let's watch this game again and see what we can could have done better on offense. Three weeks later, we beat the number two ranked team in the league in a game. Only me, Colin, and his dog thought we had a chance of winning. It takes patience and hard work to get to where you want to be. And you have to keep working to stay there. That's what coaching is all about in the SFL. Why is progression so important? Progression has been been responsible for the league's growth so rapidly in the last three seasons and improving and investing in itself for, for further growth and stability over the long term. 
It's also given the players more influence over the play on the field than they have ever had before. It's not perfect, and it can confuse new players, but it's changed the SFL from an owner-driven league to a player-driven league. How has the league changed since you've been here? The biggest change in the league has had in my time here is moving to user players and finding a way to market that via progression. My first season, the league expanded to 12 teams with about three to four real people on them. The rest were created by the owners. Now we have 300 plus people active in the league and at least that many fans and former players that follow us online. The human element growing like that has made it much more fulfilling as an experience. I didn't even know if anyone would draft me when I started, but now I have dozens of friends from all walks of life I wouldn't have met without the SFL. What's the best thing that a rookie can do to become a part of a team? Just get their name out there, talk to people, and learn as much as you can about the league. Let us know who you are and what makes you tick. Be polite and humble and be flexible as to what positions you are ready to take. I can't express how frustrating it is to be an owner or a coach and have people banging on your door every day for a quarterback position and hearing crickets every time you ask if anyone wants to play linebacker when you really need to fill that slide. How difficult is it to submit plays to the league each week? The submission process itself takes 5 to 10 minutes a week. Getting the playbook adjusted to the point to that point takes several hours from Monday through Thursday every week. Owners have to double check for errors. You have to learn to manage your time well. It takes up most of my non-working awake time on those nights. It's a second job, but a labor of love. What makes a good candidate for S, uh, for St. Louis? We're looking for good teammates and people who enjoy and grow with the league first. We have an awesome loyal locker room and a great track record for uh, people moving to ownership, GM, and other staff roles. We want people with potential to do that, and we believe in people that we're trying that we're trying to do that with. How has graphics changed in the league? The graphics and all parts of the presentation were good, but they have improved in giant leaps each and every season. Now we have a whole broadcast production for each game that rivals regional cable sports networks. And the incredible thing is it's done by novices. It completes the fantasy. It's real-life action events unfolding right on your monitor, and the only difference between us and a real football game is that the players are digital and not physical. What are the qualifications of a good coach? A must is King Javo's editor and a copy of the game, All Pro Football 2008. If you have also watched a lot of games and observed what works and why, and be able to pick up on it. 
To be a good coach, you also have to be creative and open to ideas, as well as looking for ways to modify what works to suit the personnel and scheme you're working with. You have to test everything. You want to do you want to, you have to test everything that you want to do for the next game constantly on the practice field and in sims. You have to be able to take criticism and give yourself credit for what works as well as take responsibility for what doesn't. The biggest thing is being able to delegate and work as a part of a team. We have a couple of coaches burn themselves out by taking all of the workload on themselves and then collapsing when it was too much to handle. How frustrating is it as a coach to have AI call your playbook for you? Play, play calling in the SFL is an art form. It's not an exact science. There are some parts you have zero control over, such as onside kicks, hurry-ups, fake punts, field goals, that sort of thing. Other times, small adjustments the wrong way can sink your whole game plan. Or dropping certain plays that didn't work for your team can dramatically improve the results in your favor. It's intense and simultaneously the most fun and most frustrating thing you can the most the most fun and most frustrating thing about coaching. Well, thank you for your time, Freeman. I do appreciate this sincerely. Striker, I have a surprise for you, said Freeman. Okay, what is it, I said. Follow me. We went up to the top of the steeple of the Apple Tower, where two paragliding outfits sat waiting for us. Freeman, are you sure about this? Yes, this will be fun. Well, I'll try it once. We put on our gear and stood on the edge of the balcony. We jumped and descended fast. We opened up our suits and gently flowed through the air. We soared peacefully, landing onto the urban Casson building, where we met with our SFL agent black stealth helicopters waiting for us. We got in and headed to headquarters and to another adventure. Thanks for listening to the SFL Storytime. Next week takes us to Egypt, where we will meet with a very special guest. Next up, we have Teams of the League featuring the Tallahassee Pride. Stay tuned. I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. Welcome back. We have Teams of the League featuring the Tallahassee Pride. Owner and head coach, Frank Goodwin. GM, Christian Punt. Offensive coordinator, Alex Bond. The roster includes, for season 12, number 11 wide receiver, Grayson Willis. In the league since seasons 11 and 12, 108 receptions, 1,477 yards, and 13 touchdowns. Number 13 quarterback, Christian Christensen. 
in the league from the seasons 9 through 12. He has 1,134 completions, 1,000 out of 1,622 attempts, 13,983 pass, passing yardage. 108 passing touchdowns, 86 fumbles, and a quarterback rating of 96.4. Number 24, free safety, Sir Chappelle, former Carolina member in the league from seasons 10 through 12. 210 tackles, 66 assists, 8 TFLs, 12 interceptions, 153 yards, and 1 touchdown. Number 25, cornerback, Matt Sprouts. In the season since seasons 10 through 12, 130 tackles, 52 assists. You have zero sacks, eight TFLs, 13 interceptions, 78 yards with one touchdown. Number 28, running back A.J. Francis, former Carolina member as well. In the league since seasons 10 through 12. What's up, A.J.? Love your name. <laughs> Uh, 987 carries, 5,223 rushing yards, 28 rushing touchdowns, 149 receptions, 690 yards, two touchdowns, and two fumbles. Number 29, strong safety, Alex Bond. In the league since seasons 9 through 12, 297 tackles, 87 assists, one sack, 14 TFLs, 22 interceptions, 373 yards, and two touchdowns. Number 74, defensive end, Hunter Norwood. In the league since seasons 10 through 12, with 97 tackles, 35 assists, 33 uh, 33 sacks, 8 half sacks, 58 TFLs. Number 84, wide receiver, Ken Gossett. In the league since seasons 9 through 12, with 354 receptions, 5,262 yards, 43 touchdowns, 233 TGTs, and one fumble. Number 89, tight end Ty Norris. In the league since season 12, rookie. 57 receptions, 795 yards, 6 touchdowns, and 75 TGTs. Number 91, defensive end Tyquan Hale. In the league since seasons 10 through 12, with 99 tackles, 33 assists, 39 sacks, 13 half sacks, and 66 TFLs. Number 96, defensive tackle, EJ DeQ. In the league for two seasons, seasons 11 and 12, he has 69 tackles, 17 assists, 33 sacks, 3 half sacks, 49 TFLs. And we have some facts on. Uh, Tallahassee. EJ had a little bit of time to let me know a few, just a few interesting facts. Um, he says that we have a scouting department that breaks down the prior game by information and result. Hale is a freaking genius at figuring out plays just based on the formations. And this year we had one of the scouting teams decoding playbooks for us. Tallahassee finished season 12, 7-5 for the regular season and made it to the semifinals to lose to none other than Alaska, 23-36. But Tal did win over Alaska during the season by 24-23 by one point, but they still won, and so they had the potential to win that game, just couldn't get it done at that moment. 
not to mention the other countless meetings as well. But you guys have a healthy and well-established roster and, and the will. And I believe that you guys will, you know, make it to the playoffs and probably beyond next year. I'm, I plan to see you there. Tulsa will be there next year. And um, hopefully we'll be looking forward to playing you guys. If you make your adjustments, I'm sure we'll be seeing you. Next up, we have our fourth and goal interview with Zach Sandlin, Ray Bentley, and Chris Cologne. Keep it right here. And welcome back. Welcome back, SFL Nation, to my fourth and goal interview. I have three fantastic guests this evening. Mr. Ray Bentley. How you doing tonight, Ray? I'm doing pretty fantastic, Ashley. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I'm glad y'all had a chance to come by and see me. And welcome, Mr. Zach Sandland. How you doing, Zach? Doing pretty good. How you doing? Fantastic, fantastic. Excited to talk to you guys. And I also have Mr. Christopher Cologne. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Doing pretty good. So good to be back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's really good to have all of y'all back. I told you I wanted you to come back and you did, and I'm glad. We are. Except I'm I'm a little upset because I didn't realize it would be with my uh, now mortal enemy, Mr. Zach Sandlin. So I... Can you really call me your mortal enemy? Like... Well, for the next week, at the very least, uh, uh, you can you can whenever we're in the same room, as it were, cut the tension with a butter knife. Oh my gosh! Well, incredibly, I, I know Zach. Take it from me. I know from firsthand. Ray is very competitive. I bet this is going to be very interesting. I am really excited because I believe this is your first time actually coaching, and then. Chris, this is your first time actually being a part of the Pro Bowl, right? Yes. Yeah. I've actually been in the league since since season 10, where I was more of a nose tackle. And I that just, it just happened to be that way. I was trying to build a balanced defensive tackle. And then season 11, I actually put 12 and a half sacks. And... But that was a season where there was like, goodness gracious, there was like five tackles and three defensive ends with like 20 or more sacks. So mm-hmm. I kind of got lost in the mix. But then in uh, this past season, I really studied. I mean, I can honestly tell you, I burned the tea kettle so many hours just studying builds after builds after builds. and. Ended up um, getting six, I believe it was 16 and a half sacks or something like that. 16 nice. sacks or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, so when you I'm work happy. Hard, yeah, when you work hard, that's what you get, man. Got to take this stuff seriously. And I was going to, that actually um, kind of alludes to my question for all of you. I was wondering how your season went from your perspective and if there's anything that you would have done differently. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with you first, Zach. Oh. <clears throat> um, I was not prepared to go first. Uh, 
<laughs> well, do you want me to start with Chris? Because Chris was on a uh, roll, kind of. Uh, I, I'm good. I'm going okay. to fly. Uh, let's okay. see. Season this year. I mean, I, as much as I'm still in disbelief about it, I somehow managed to be MVP. Though I think there were a couple other people that were much more deserving than I. Um, I had a couple fumbles. <laughs> Um, I guess where I see myself needing to improve, which this new running back archetype is going to put a real big monkey wrench in everything that I was thinking. Um, I need to improve pass catching because I have stone hands and butterfingers and cannot catch the ball out of the backfield hardly. And then when it came down towards a stretch, um, a couple of big moments and big games, I think, uh, Denver the first time, and then Mexico City in the playoffs. My, I've fumbled two or three times, and that's not acceptable for any kind of place. I mean, especially in those big-time games when you need your star players to step up. And Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Definitely. Definitely. And so what about Definitely. you, Chris? How was your season? Yeah, how was your season, and uh, it, what would you do differently? Honestly, um, like I, as I alluded to, I, I spent countless hours in the off season, and it, it, it came as a shock because I, you know I had to start off. I was I was the assistant GM, and it it was crazy because I'm I'm busy studying this building, that building, trying to work on my bedside, and all of a sudden, I confirm in the Skyhawks locker room that I'm returning, and then we have, we get dealt this blow, we start losing player after player, so I took it upon myself, being that I was the assistant GM, that, you know, everybody's gonna kind of look at me and I wanted to stop the bleeding so in the middle of the whole process of trying to get my season started I had to then also take it upon me to look at the rest of the team see see what we need blase blase and man I mean I can't tell you how many times it was five o'clock in the morning my eyes halfway open and I'm trying to get my bid. So the next thing you know, week one comes and I'm like, all right, let's get this going. You know, I'm going to get this sack. We're going to get this tackle. And lo and behold, it just ended up being two sack game, three sack game, five tackles game, uh, four tackles for loss in a game. You know, and then it wasn't just me. My partner in crime, you know, we call ourselves the Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Phil Hall starts getting two sacks, then he starts getting three sacks. And I just had to just bite down and really get everybody involved and try to focus on my progression as good as best as I can through the assistance of my uh, one of my close friends who I believe he was snubbed this season, Mr. Harish Prasad. I mean, he handled our team's progression and it was his first time. On the fly, week after week, 
and now you know it's the off season and most of our players have a, a, a huge upside and so you know just to sum up my season it's not really just me like my season yes individually i had an awesome season i this is my best season in my career but it was man super stressful and i had to handle the responsibility of you know stopping the bleeding when we had loss after loss after loss of players and then we i mean that locker room after all of our losses you know sometimes you got to handle adversity and if you can't handle it in a positive way you'll just be rolled over so absolutely and that does I'm come happy with leadership I made the pro bowl yeah. happy I have my best individual statistical season but I tell you right now I would trade it all if I could just get another shot at the postseason gotcha I would I I would rather be in the Pro Bowl and have a good season if I was in the if I was in the postseason if I had gotten to the wild card if I had gotten to the to the championship round if I had gotten that chance to play against a team like Alaska, man, mm-hmm. you do, you live for those games. You know, the, the competitiveness in me, man, I can honestly say that I respect Denver a whole lot because they, they gave Alaska a good run for their money. Oh, so yeah. I'm happy I made the Pro Bowl, but yeah, I would have loved to have been in that Hey, definitely. Wouldn't we all, man? I'm telling you. Denver came from, I believe, winning only three games last season, or season 11, to, you know, yep. being in the the championship game. So that's, you know, that's progress for you. So what's up, Ray? What about you? How was your what season? And... Oh, sorry. Please, please go ahead. Huh? I'm sorry. I, I interrupted you. I, I apologize. No, no worries, dear. I was going to say, how was your season? And... Um, what would you have done differently? Well, all things considered, I started the season off as a bronze running back and ended, I believe, as a gold. Mm. Say nice. It it went fairly well. I I believe I had the most touchdowns uh, this season of my whole career, including the season nine MVP run. But it was far and away a much better uh, running back so it's it is uh, don't be gassing me up like that <laughs> so well here's the thing i got to butter you up before i then stab you with the butter knife because remember like like i said earlier the tension can be cut with it and i'm also going to try to cut other things but uh, <clears throat> now i i would say my season 12 you know i I've gone a little harder in the game against Dallas in the postseason, but again, having well as we did, I really can't complain at all. And and knowing you know what Ramos has in store for me for is exciting. I think is a good way to put it. So, if I would do anything differently about this season. I think I'd try to make the Pro Bowl. 
Then I would give uh, Zach a nightmare of a time having my player <laughs> have to play against his player. And that way, both of us would win the Pro Bowl and lose the Pro Bowl, and it would be a complete nightmare. <laughs> you live for anarchy, don't you? <laughs> and, and I like a chaotic neutral, I would say. Gotcha. <laughs> no. Gotcha. All right. All right, so Pro Bowl excitement, guys. How excited are you? Um, how excited are you, Chris, to actually being able to participate in it for the first time? And how excited are you, Zach and Ray, to coach? Uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm having a ball. <laughs> I, 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 there's, I, I'm a wrestling fan, so in the wrestling business, they have a phrase called Mark which just means that a fan is like a super fan and they're like kind of being ridiculous. Okay. I'm totally marked it out. I'm like, and I'm not hiding it. I'm not hiding it. I honestly am super, super excited because I I'm, I'm, I honestly wanted this. I wanted to be in the Pro Bowl season 10, rookie season. I was one of the players one of the the many players but i was one of the players who was just you know yapping going Let, let's get a pro bowl let's get a pro bowl i mean i was doing it before even season 10 started mm-hmm. i was a rookie you know i got all the vets looking at me saying yo you're just a rookie chill calm down and i'm like no nah, man i'm like yeah let's get a pro bowl then i started targeting ray bentley it was there you, sir. I must yeah. uh, interject. Go ahead. Yes. So, I mean, I was just super, super happy, you know, that I got just even being considered was just good enough. Like, I'm not, I'm not this cocky, arrogant guy. I may trash talk, but that's just me being competitive. At the end of the day, I was super grateful just to even be considered and to get votes. The fact that I got in, I was just, you don't even know. I started crying. You can ask my fiance. I was crying. I was a little baby, you know. (laughs) It was crazy. That's nice. And then what's even more crazy is me me and Ray have a, you know, little competitive rivalry. But then after our last uh, podcast interview, it just so happens to be that I fall to Ray Bentley's team. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's well, like, well. you know what? It's kind of fitting because I do, in all seriousness, I do respect Ray. And I honestly think he's one of the best running backs in the SFL. I mean, you. you can't, there's no other running back that can honestly say that they made a defender run away from him. <laughs> and, uh... and I'm sorry, Zach, you're a phenomenal guy. And yes, you did deserve all the accolades you got this season. But even you have to acknowledge your player didn't do that. In a right. championship game, Forced a defender to run away from you. Like, literally. The defender was so scared to tackle you, they ran away. 
That was the championship yeah. game, wasn't it? Yeah. Season Kanye Rockefeller? Uh, Mexico City versus Chicago. Mm, no, it wasn't 300 Kanye. Yard, 300 plus yard game. Tell me it wasn't Kanye. Well, a couple plays before that, I had trucked him into the shadow realm. Oh my God, no. And so that that one play that you're talking about, Chris, I remember it happening. I I can't believe I remember any of that game. The entire the entire stream went nuts. <laughs> the broadcasters, Cam, um, Cam, he went the other way. I think it was Demon Simeon. Oh my gosh, I bet. I mean, everybody <laughs> just went what? That's crazy, man. But you know what, though? But you know what? In all seriousness, I do respect Ray greatly, and I'm I'm just I'm grateful to be on his team. So I'm happy. But I will say, though, I will say that I know talent when I see it. And there was a time in the in last offseason, I was actually trying to recruit Zach Sandler. And there was a time Zach had he had lost confidence in his build. He wasn't sure if he wanted to be a running back or a linebacker. And he had asked me for advice. And I just said, bro, just keep doing what you're doing. Be active. You know, you can talk trash and that's great. But at the same time, it's also good to also be classy. And that's what Zach has done. And he turned himself into a superstar in the making. And now he's also a coach in the Pro Bowl. So, if I ended up going to even Zach's team, I would have been super, super awesome with that as well. Because, in honestly, in all seriousness, both players are, you can't go wrong. If you're, if you're a GM or owner starting out, and you had an expansion draft, if you're not taking Ray Bentley or Zach Sandlin, you're a dummy. And that's just a that's a testament to how good Ray and Zach is. So I'm happy to be on Ray's seat. But if I ended up going the other way, I would have been just as happy. Beautiful. And what about you, Zach? How do you feel about being a coach in the Pro Bowl? <clears throat> um, it's it's a little it's a little overwhelming at first. Um, I'm not gonna lie and say that I planned on this. I honestly just messaged Cam and was like, hey. Uh, if you're looking for people, you can put my name down as a possibility. And the next morning, he's like, "All right, so you're you're a Pro Bowl coach, uh, <laughs> you and uh, you and Ray Bentley. I think this will be fun." It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I wasn't ready for this. I was kind of joking when I said that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was honestly just kind of a joke. Like, hey, uh, rookie person here, Pro Bowl coach. Why not? Right. And. Now, here I am, like a week later, an actual coach. We had this draft, and I'm trying to figure out what to do next. <laughs> hey, I understand, man. That's a lot of pressure. You, I mean, we were just rookies. You know what I mean? So I, I totally understand it, and I'm very proud of you because you were in my class. Yeah, it, it's... That rookie draft seems so long ago. Right. I think we were joking around talking about that... 
uh, before we started this is most people think I've been around for two or three seasons. I haven't. Mm -hmm. I say most people. There's a few people. um, They keep asking, like, that I've been around, but I haven't been. I mean, this is my first year in this thing. And, yeah, that pro, that the rookie draft seems so far ago, and I was planning on being a linebacker. I had no no really intentions of playing the offensive side of ball at all. And uh, <laughs> Alan Chris was talking about, uh, I, I was reaching out to a lot of GMs and a lot of, I, I think I've messaged every owner, GM, anybody in the league when I was going through that draft process, just trying to get in touch and get my name out there. and sell myself as a linebacker and nobody was really looking for anybody like that and so crash and steven decided to take a chance on me a linebacker or at running back tape a football to my hands and say here run that way <laughs> did it and look <laughs> and, at you now moonshine and all right oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> here i am a season later somehow got an mvp mm-hmm. and made it to the what was it the semifinals i think in the playoffs I'm not sure I've slept since then and had a couple drinks um, <laughs> and, uh, and now you're now coaching I'm a football coach that's right it's funny how the world works huh I love it and Ray what about you well Zach mentioned that you know he messaged Cam on a whim not not even completely seriously anyone noticed I changed my name to Pro Bowl coach Ray Bentley on the 1st of April mm-hmm. and I was ah. like there's there's no way that they decided that coach is already but haha wouldn't it be funny I thought makes sense you know it'd be fun to, to do something what if I didn't get into the Pro Bowl it, huh? Uh, would I be able to do something like that? And so when Cam uh, petitioned people to message him, I honestly did. I, I sent him a message and I said, Cam, change my name uh, on the first. is kind of a jokey thing. And I, my picture is Craig T. Nelson as coach from the series coach. But given the opportunity... I really do want to bring the best possible game that I can to the Pro Bowl. I know that I haven't gotten the opportunity to coach in the SFL, and I might not have the Mighty or Ramos or you know Frank Gooden of Tallahassee has, but it's it's something that I've always wanted to try, and I'm. This is all trash talk aside. All you know egos and everything when I was tagged in the message for the Pro Bowl coach I I was beside myself I immediately got up because I was at work and I ran over to my wife and I went Jenny it's happening I'm gonna barf <laughs> I, can I, that too. I honestly don't doubt that for a second it, uh, it was I believe uh, it a nerve shaking experience it's a great honor and again I even though I, I talk up a big game and I'm I'm a goof and a half uh, in the chats I really do 
uh, want to bring just my A game, uh, not only, but for all the guys on my team too. I think they're all superstars. I I'm amazed at out last night. I I hate to say it, Zach, you you left me maybe five people on my team that I I didn't have on my board, but otherwise I've got the team that I wanted down pat. Extremely excited. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that in a second. Were you? <laughs> Ooh, sorry, I, I got ahead of myself. No, you're good. You're good. But um, to that, if you want to go ahead and start that, I just wanted to know why you guys chose the specific players that you chose for your team. And I don't care oh. who starts. As I'm loquacious, uh, I'll go ahead and, and keep barfing out some words. I'll, <laughs> I'll be totally honest. Right. Uh, I had to draft Zach Samlin. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity uh, to, to have first pick, I knew that home field advantage would be but making Zach play against himself would be even nicer. Because again, I, I, like Chris was saying earlier, he is a superstar in the making. I'm not, I'm not saying who I voted for for MVP, but I haven't been wrong yet. So. Oh, I, I, I can admit, I, I voted for Zach. So did I. Ah, oh, crap! I said I that out loud. <laughs> and offensive player of the year. I voted for Xander. He, I. I mean, it was, so I'm a, I'm a, a running back season. fan. I will say. <laughs> I will say Xander had a great season, but I'm sorry. When you can pull off multiple 300 yard games. Mm-hmm. I, only, I only, I only had one 300 yard game. I had two others that were really close, or three that were really close. Oh, had multiple Adrian Peterson like. I'm just saying that's still Adrian Peterson like. Okay, <laughs> you know that's Adrian Peterson in his prime, not Adrian Peterson now. That's in his prime, pulling off 200 yard game, 281 yard game. You know what I'm saying? Like you were proving yourself, mm-hmm. and so I, I'm sorry. You cannot do that and not get MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. You just can't. So and I the, can admit, I voted for Zach. The thing about him is, like, again, I I said I was totally happy with my season because I had, I think it was at least two games where I punched in four touchdowns. That rarely happens, if ever, for me, and and to do that multiple times in a row. But in a season is is wild. But I think Zach had at least three. I think he had one game with maybe five, or it it was amazing. And don't get me wrong, Jared McChesney as well. You mm-hmm. you can say Xander, and I agree. But Jared, we should not leave out of this conversation. True. No, Jared had. And a great I I want to clear up a streeter too. Yeah. I I real yeah, quick want to clear up Reggie did his thing this season. Jared, I love you, buddy. I know you used to be on Mexico City under a different name. Part of the Jack and Mac smack attack. Oh, okay. You were on my board, but not hurt. Not terribly hurt. And I'm sorry that that I... uh, 
and went for Colin out of sheer spite to get Zach into the position he's in. But I want you to know that originally you were up there. So just getting that one out of the way. So Zach, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Ray. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say one last thing. Sure. Drafted. Um, oh, gosh, I was I'm looking right at it. And yet I can't. He he drafted fullback Jason Williams. Mm-hmm. And I had actually planned. Because uh, Mary Katera was also on my list. And he had moment of the year this season when he blocked three punt attempts. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who was it? Vegas or mm. something? I think it was Baltimore, wasn't it? Baltimore, yeah. Some somebody got. Oh yeah, he's from Vegas, bird. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything before I did this interview, you guys. I'm extremely full and dumb. Still, so, Ray, he could. He uh, good. But he blocked those three punts, and I thought to myself, mm-hmm. if I can get him and the punter, ooh, ooh, <laughs> that's intriguing. <laughs> that's to give away my strategy. However, are you gonna punt on first down? I'm gonna <laughs> punt. <laughs> never expected. Nothing but wildcat. <laughs> Nothing but wildcat sweeps and uh, jet sweeps. And oh, fake punts and fake field goals. Oh, that's how I win the Super Bowl, oh. Madden, every time. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited to see this. Zach, what are you going to do? Oh, like, boy. Well, first well, of all, well, how, why did you pick the specific members for your team? As much as Ray wants to say that I fell into his trap and let him pick the team that he wanted, he just as much let me pick everybody that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, barring him stealing junior, senior, third away from me, you oh, dirty, no. rotten, smelly <laughs> man. That sound right now? It's the tiniest violin in the world, and it's playing just for you. <laughs> but other than that, I got everybody that I wanted. Um, obviously, I, I, I kind of made a mention of it during the draft, but I was going for a lot of the rookie guys that were part of our class this year just because I felt that we were a pretty tight-knit, close rookie class, and we all you know, were pretty close and got along. Um and then, you know, just looking at my wide receiving core, Stephen Hacker, Rich Pratchard, two of the better deep threats at wide receiver this year. I mean, Stephen Hacker had nearly a career, like, record-setting game, and he's a rookie. Um, and then, obviously, Ray drafted me at running back, so and I'm now a defensive coordinator, so I, I, I'm – also very much defensive minded in the first place. So I tried to go for the best defensive players, excuse me, that I could find. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the two linebackers that were the top tackling linebackers and were just absolute nightmares for running backs this year. Mm-hmm. And I got LaVon Irvine, who's right in there in that talk as well. And Chad Guy that honestly was one of the few people at linebacker that shut me down this year. Uh, I mean, I had a good game against San Francisco, but it wasn't running against him. It was running against some of the other guys on his team. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> he was the one that kept chasing me down and making these big tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> I gave Crash a hard time, but Crash was actually a good cornerback this year for us. Um, we, we it's just kind of a thing we do in our locker room where we pick on him and. He, he honestly, I think I said it in general the other day, he's honestly the first person I've ever seen call that we're going to lose a game because he's going to get beat on a post. And that same thing happened. And we lost to Tallahassee by a touchdown because he got burnt on a deep route. <laughs> he also, during our playoff game against Mexico City, jokingly said, oh, we're going to have four fumbles and we're only going to win by field goals. And guess what happened? There were four fumbles in that four game. Fumbles in what? Man, that's crazy. That is and crazy. only one by field goals. <laughs> well, he need to give me the lottery numbers. If he call himself like yeah. that, I need to <laughs> That's so also what I would do differently we, about the season. We told him that he's not allowed to make predictions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I say that to say he was actually a really good coverage back for us. Yeah. Um, he made some big plays and some big games for us and then you look at the other guys I've got I've got future Hall of Famer Aaron Harrington uh, I've got the no McFly zone mm. I've got rookie sensation Justin Jones that's part of the yes. in my opinion in my opinion one of the most underrated defensive secondaries in the league this year was San Francisco can I interject yes Justin Jones Yes, superstar in the making as well. I will reveal, I was also trying to recruit him last offseason in the draft. So there's two guys there for you that it's just a testament. You know, you buckle down and you do your thing. Man, you could be superstars. And I'm just proud of not just, not just Zach, but guys like Zach, Stephen Hacker, um, Justin Jones, man, just watch these next few seasons in the SFL. Lights out. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. lights out. Definitely. Superstars. And I'm then, sorry, Zach. You no, you're you're good. You're good. I appreciate the compliment as much as I may disagree with what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> not myself, not the other two. The other ones definitely are going to be superstars. Me, I'm just some drunken redneck running circles on a field somewhere. Zach. Stop it. Are you kidding me? Hey, but, uh, you're still working hard. You're doing right. that right now? <laughs> That's, That's talent, so dangerous. That's talent. <laughs> oh, man. But if I can, you know, obviously I've got a stout defense. I got Mr. Kramer Jackman that was clutch in the kicking game this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got Reggie Streeter and Jerry McChesney, two sensational running backs in their own right um jared really stepped up for denver down the stretch not only against us in the playoffs but against everybody uh i mean he stepped up against alaska he basically at one point put the team on his back and kept them in that game so and then i've got xander golden tom pepper and as much as everybody wants to meme and make fun of tom pepper i don't see why they do it he's i mean you look at the numbers he had this year and that they speak for themselves. He's a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm for sure. Yeah, he's a good person too. You know, we have oh yeah, great guy. Like that. Yeah, so great yeah, guy. I don't know why to give him so much uh, time. Hard time. But you uh, know, he's had a couple. There's been a couple plays 
unfortunately that's happened with him being the person that caused this place. Mm. Uh, but you could look at Christian Christensen's uh, infamous fail Mary. No, no. Or, <laughs> oh, or I, <laughs> I look at... And you fumbled how many times in, in the game against Mexico City? Uh, in the playoff game, two. Both mm. of them lost. <laughs> And I like to not remind anyone of the first Pro Bowl, the very first broadcast uh, I joined, I believe, for the entire thing. Absolute amazing experience, but it was such a shellacking. My team, I can't even remember the final score. It was probably one to a thousand, but asked by Cam to say something interesting about myself because there was nothing interesting on the field. I said, oh, well, I have a weirdly shaped skull. And the moment I said it, I fumbled the damn ball on the field in the game. And it, I just, uh, so I think passage kind of thing in the SFL, once yeah. you once you publicly uh, humiliate the absolute crap out of yourself, that's when it's I time. I think of to, the, the meme from last year. Yeah, and oh look at how close that, he got to the championship. That's a real, that one never dies. <laughs> it never gets old. Or I think of our game, against, our second game against St. Louis, Moody Mitchell throws an interception to Kane Vasquez. Vasquez fumbles the ball. Moody Mitchell comes running from the opposite end of the field, scoops it up, runs 60 yards for a touchdown. Oh, <laughs> snap. So, like... It just happens to everybody. Everybody has their moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I've had a lot of them myself, so I know. <laughs> I know. So I just, you're on your path to superstardom, Ashley. That's yeah. clearly what it means. <laughs> True. Uh, I've got, but I, I've I got to stay off the ground, though. <laughs> I've got two really good tight ends as well. Mm-hmm. You have Mike Daggs. I have Tristan Carr and Jamal Woody. <laughs> say that, but I'm literally withdrawing money from the ATM right now, so I I can't hear you over these fat stacks. Oh, y'all bet money? Uh, Are y'all betting money on this game? It's Mike Daggs' nickname this season is the ATM machine because every time you go to him, you get money, baby. He's automatic. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> no, okay. Uh-huh, go ahead. One more thing, mm-hmm. you know, Ray talks about he wanted the punter. I wanted Jason Williams because now you've got a three-headed beast you got to deal with in my backfield. You've got Reggie Streeter, you got to worry about speed and power. You've got Jared McChesney, you got to worry about speed and power. And you got Jason Williams, that's speed, power, and ball catching out of the backfield. Oh, and Reggie Streeter can catch the ball too. So, and, and not to mention, Jason Williams can block. I yes. Mean, that's uh, a hell of a lead block right there. <laughs> Great backfield, but I was also a running back in my prime when Slim Shady took me and sat me down and told me I didn't know anything. So just going up against some of the guys I've got, I've got Bane and Big Sexy. Mighty had them, and now they're mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got... Very true. We got some killers on this live. We got some killers. Wasn't it DQ that went off for like seven sacks in a game? Oh, gosh. Mm. I hope mm. against I a hope certain not again. green and red team. That makes me uh, think <laughs> another thing that I, I want to do with this Pro Bowl. And it's, it's something that I've said to Zach. But 
even if we're not the best, most experienced picks to coach this thing, Elf isn't, you know, the most realistic. Everybody's a star. We've got, you know, the the top stats people in the league and, and superstars that just made it this year. I'm sorry, Jack Brown. Your, your year will come for you eventually, possibly next season. But it's <laughs> of gold star, amazing players that, that we get in the regular season games. You don't get that kind of star power. The whole team. You get 24 stars. But this is a 58, I think, if I did the math right. And I'm awful at math. So... Fun. I want it to be hey, just a you, you balls kind of, to the walls. You, right, you kind great. of blacked out right then. I need you to repeat what you just said. Oh, can you? All right, where did I blank out? Uh, right before balls to the walls, actually. Oh, that was about where I was, I think. Oh, okay. No, I, <laughs> I just wanted to be a. a oh, so a that was a pause right there. That was a long pause. And. He wanted to really emphasize the balls in balls to yeah. the wall. <laughs> I want to be balls. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I'll be here all day, folks. Great experience for everyone watching, playing in it, everything. I, I want it to be, you know, we've got all these stars. Let's make it the time, the, the game of our lives and have a great time with it so yeah i'm really excited about it guys i'm you know you guys hacked it up mean, enough and it's gonna be an awesome can i experience. just say right now can i just say right now mm-hmm. that yes ray you drafted some awesome guys okay but i i got there's one little thing i gotta i gotta pick a bone with what's up with not getting my brother phil hall man it's Let's so one I said last night, uh, "Bird Gang," and I meant it, but nah, I have good, no excuse bro. for I that. I, I can't, I can't look you in the eye and lie to you, so I'm not going to do that. I and totally gonna, understand. I don't want to, I don't want to do that dude, to you. I'm That's not going to lie to you. It's Bane and Big Sexy. It's, I it's, totally get it. I get it, but yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would have loved to play with my brother, Phil Hall. I, I mean, Zach, you got a very underrated player, and he's one of the loyal, most loyal guys I know. So, I mean, seriously, man, that guy right there, that guy, you're not gonna find a more loyal guy. So, for Team Sandlin. You can expect him to be all pro, straight up, Team Sandlin all the way. So, just saying, look out. All right. Beautiful. And so, we are pretty much at the end of our little powwow, Provo powwow. And I wanted to end things off with what your plans are for Season 13. And basically... And when your answer, I pretty much want you to tell me what your strength is, what your weakness. I mean, well, what, what do you plan on improving? Um, what your strengths already are, and then um, how will you make an impact on the league? And 
you know, if y'all can just quickly give me that, we'll be good to go. And I'll start with you first, Zach. Well, going into season 13, um, towards the end of last season, I got uh, put in the position of assistant defensive coordinator. With Crash taking over as full-time owner, uh, I've been promoted to the actual full defensive coordinator. And let me tell you, this has been a learning curve and a half trying to figure out what the hell to do going into this. So taking where I had a lot of shortcomings in my knowledge of being a defense coordinator last year and trying to improve on those this year. As far as my player goes, um, our offense coordinator is handling like what our system's going to be, what kind of running back we need me to be. Mm-hmm. I'm letting them handle that. The new archetypes, everything else, it's something that's outside of my knowledge. It's something above my pay grade. It's above my head. I don't want to mess with it. Right. I'm going to let them figure that out. I'm just here to run the ball, tape a football to my hands. I'll run forward and try to run people over. There you go. I'm trying to build this Dallas defense that at times last year was very, very questionable and very suspect into a top tier something to be feared defensive unit so that that's what my goal is going into season 13 is to build this this defense into something that's got some respect because we got a lot of disrespect thrown at our defense and a lot of shade thrown in this last year for our defensive play so i i didn't take too kindly that being a defensive guy at heart that really kind of cut me to the bone Understood. So. so now you gotta go make those moves and get with you know get the mm-hmm. job done right and if i can I really am grateful for this Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl opportunity mm-hmm. uh, just to get to know more people in the league. These are guys that I wouldn't normally get to talk to, so I'm, I'm really excited to get a chance to meet these new people, make some friends, and talk to some guys I wouldn't normally interact with, so looking forward to that. Fantastic, Zach. And what about you, Ray? Well, uh, just like Zach said, uh, we got our locker rooms today, I believe. And as soon as mine was open, I posted my favorite GIF of Freddy Krueger spreading his arms in front of a giant fountain of flames as he bellows menacingly, you are all my children now. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's a great honor. It, again, these are a bunch of guys that honestly I respect. Every, every single one of them. Siege Falco, I'm Tiberius Bovine, Camden Hoffman, Every Garrison. I, there's name every single person on the Pro Bowl. And then I could keep going with how many people there are that I, I respect. But as far as looking ahead to season 13, the, the plan is to uh, revive possible the altered beast because you know it's been a couple of seasons since i really tore things up on the field and i've been effective i've been deadly in the red zone this past season but i'm to remind some of the rookies uh exactly a bentley run away from him uh during the championship game so One of the I would first say classic games I watched in the SFL was you posting your season nine championship game. And I went back and watched that. And it, that really inspired again, me to be a running back. So I, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome, Zach. And I, your running has inspired me to take the mantle back up. You and Jared this season. And even Reggie and, and Colin. Mm-hmm. 
I I just feel that all of you guys are doing so great and it's it's a little bit of that envy that like ah oh, last night during the got draft that itch again that yeah you've you've got that crowd following you and I I won't lie I got a little bit green for a second there I said damn days kind of miss it if I had to say if I'm going to improve anything I'm going to try to bring that back but superstars out there so whatever happens happens i'm just happy to be along for the ride there you go understand man and what about you chris man i can honestly say i am super pumped for this pro bowl i am just i can't wait to crack some heads you know i put a i put a meme in the in the team uh bentley locker room it's clobbering time Mm -hmm. i really really truly love watching my player sack the quarterback it's just it's a beautiful thing to see honestly it's a really and and it's not just by one yard i mean i'm talking about five yards so back you know like really getting after Um, but as far as for uh, my build, um, I thought this season my guy has done did phenomenal in the pass rush. I mean, my players' pass rush improved greatly. But I do, and what I will say is he was way more consistent than in season eleven and uh, season ten. I mean, just upping my consistency and just putting together, you know, either one, two, or three sack games just on a consistent basis. I, I that's, you know, I want to be effective, but I don't want to be effective one game and then have a string of games where I can't do anything. Like I want to bring it game after game after game, whether it's not a sack, maybe it's a tackle in the backfield, maybe it's a clutch tackle, maybe it's a a swatted pass, whatever it is, I want to contribute. I want to be one of the factors that go, you know what, that guy, he he affected that game. He may not have gotten a sack, but he he was one of the guys that was bringing pressure to the quarterback, making him run out the pocket, throwing to the wrong guy, throwing an interception. Like, I want to be one of those guys. But I will say, though, my stamina needs to go up. And there were a couple times where I saw I saw a few running backs run, run me down and bowl me over. And I missed some tackles. And I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I've seen that in these games, man, it angered them. It angered me to no end. It really did. You know, because I want to build my guys, one of those guys that can sack the quarterback, but also bring the running back down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be just a specialist. I want to be an all down, every down, first down, second down, three, third down, fourth down. I want to be all around. And in order to do that, I got to one, boost my stamina and two boost my tackling and run coverage so that's what i want to work on this season i want to be an all all down every down defensive tackle i don't want to be a specialist 
I love getting sacks, but I love bringing down the running back just as much. Beautiful. Well, with that, guys, I wish you the best of luck in Season 13. I will be um, definitely excited about and watching every minute of the Pro Bowl. And if you guys want to come back on after the Pro Bowl, if you're not too tired, or maybe the next day or something like that, and we can do a small recap, we can do that too. It's up to you. Absolutely. As, as long as Zach's okay with how embarrassed he is. Oh, here we go. Hey, hey. One way or another, I get a Pro Bowl victory out of this, so I'm going to be happy. <laughs> one way or another, I get to soak up those tears. I'm going to try to be one of those guys that's going to get that win. So, hey, taking it you home might this get year. that win. Win, 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 We're win. We're taking it home this year. All right, guys. Well, listen, as thank you. As Al Davis once said, just win, baby. That's right. All day. And I will be watching every minute of it. Thank you guys for your time. I do appreciate it. Y'all have a fantastic night. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thank y'all so much for uh, joining me tonight. Now, I don't, you probably have noticed that my voice is a little um, off. I do feel like I'm catching a cold, so I'm going to do my best to um, nurse it so I could be available for you next week. Um, yeah, do the best that I can to kind of mask it, but, you know, you guys know. But I want to sp- send a special thanks to... Uh, Freeman, Zach, Ray, and Chris for taking the time out of the busy schedules to come hang out with me. I'm looking forward to having more conversations with you guys soon, especially after this Pro Bowl. It's very interesting to see how everything is going to work out. But with that, y'all have a fantastic night or day whenever you decide to listen to this. And I will be looking forward to seeing you next week, especially if I'm filling up to it. Till then, Stryker out.